Welcome to Come and See, your podcast for finding truth in a world of chaos. Brought to you by All for Jesus Living Waters Ministry. With host and founder, Richard Case, and co-host and retreat leader, Kathy Riccone. Jesus reminds us to watch for the signs of his return. Today, we will explore further what we are seeing in our times that line up with what signs he said would indicate the potential of the end and his return. We will also discuss the practical meaning of this as we watch and as a remnant, prepare as he so leads. And now your host, Richard Case. Well, good morning, Kathy. Here we are, uh, End Times Friday. Uh, good morning. Happy Friday. Happy Friday. We're uh, exciting uh, times. We uh, lots to share. Uh, we the the, uh, the broadcast is a week apart, <laughs> but um, you and I uh, partly because you you went to Turks and Caicos, uh, which uh, uh, we'd like to hear uh, more about and how fun that was and. Did, by the way, did you find uh, the fact that there's a lot of Christians on that island? You know what? I, you could tell. It was like visible. There's. I'll have to share stories yeah. about that when we when we have time to really talk about that. But um, it was it was visible. It was tangible there for sure. Yeah. You know. Yeah, that's beautiful. Um, and uh, and so. You, you know, you you had to go to Turks and not had to. You you, you had to suffer. <laughs> Somebody's got to do you, it. Somebody had to do it. You had to suffer to go to Tur take Turks and Caicos. And um, uh, for me, uh, it's uh, May is a big kind of a big month. We got we had two retreats. Uh, we have uh, taken my grandson Aiden uh, to in Melinda. The NASCAR, right? No, it's to F one, uh, Formula oh. One. Oh, okay. Uh, the Grand Prix in Miami uh, with the Dunkles, and that, that's going to be just fun just to be with them. And we got special arrangements. We get to be, we get to have a, a reception with the uh, one of the driving teams, mm -hmm. and then we're going to have dinner with them uh, Saturday night. You know, so right before the race. Oh, so how fun! We get to be part awesome. of that, you know, kind of inner circle, right? Uh, which is going to be special for my grandson because he's he's really into it. He knows all the racers and. Uh, we're, we're at this great location on the track, so we get to see all this stuff, you know. And, now, is this Josh and, and Aiden, just Joshua's, one or the other? Joshua is t taking finals. Oh, okay. Uh, so he can't. He he was scheduled to go, but he he just said, "I got I got these finals. I have to attend." And right, uh, he couldn't take the days off ahead Different of time. Different as a senior, yeah. So he's got a lot uh, going on. He's not going, uh, but it'll be fun for uh, Aiden to, uh, you know, had seen NASCAR. Mm -hmm. uh, and how fast they are. These are way, way faster. Oh, wow. Because uh, it's, F, uh, you know, Formula One uh, uh, race cars. So it's pretty fun. I have a, <laughs> have a friend. Uh, he's actually an owner of a Formula One uh, car uh, that races. It doesn't race with the uh, the big Grand Prix stuff, but he races in different places. And uh, because I love driving fast, <clears throat> I, you know, said, could I please you know, could I, could I come to the track and drive your car? He said, yeah, yeah. sure. Um, I'd love to have you. He said, now, by the way, uh, you, you carry a million dollars insurance, right? Uh, cause if you wreck the car, it's going to cost you a million dollars to fix it. <laughs> I said, no, I said, uh, what does it cost? <laughs> what does it cost for a day for me to get a million dollars insurance on your race car? He said, oh, it's, right. it's $50,000. 
Oh, you're kidding me. I said, uh, I'll watch. <laughs> I'll watch. Wow. Um, I, would, I mean, that would be the thrill of my life if I could drive a Formula One race car. But <laughs> I don't think it's going to happen unless, uh, you know, wow. God, God uh, gives me somebody that's uh, willing hey, to let me drive. there could be supernatural favor. That's you right. Never know. Drive it without insurance or maybe some other way, but it'll be fun. I anyway, have, we're going to I that. have a funny supernatural. Oh, I won't go into all of it. But remind all these things to come back to. We actually came off of our trip with a $2,400 credit from the airlines. $2,400? So, yes. How'd you work so that? So talk about God's favor. Well, what turned out, I'll go into it a little bit, but our trip home, um, we were supposed to be on this flight, which comically, when we booked, we booked this trip forever ago and um, had accidentally booked a date one day off of what the rest of our group was doing. Okay. And so we just, instead of shifting the whole trip, we just extended our trip a day so yeah, that sure. we could just just be there an extra day. So yeah, that not? was good. We felt good about that. You, suffer, you um, suffered one more day, right? Well, when, exactly. <laughs> so when we went to rebook the flight though, um, there was a flight, a return flight that was not available when we initially had booked. Mm -hmm. And it was a nonstop out mm. of Turks to Boston. Oh, so man. it was like all for it. Um, and so it just happened to show up and then it was, you know, after we booked those seats, I think those seats just happened to come available and then disappeared. And that fare was not on there again. And the last I had seen it had gone, it had skyrocketed and was just way out of reach after that. Um, but I was just like, oh, isn't that fun that God just gave us the favor to get that flight. And then we get to the airport and trying to make this a shorter story, but we get to the airport and lo and behold we are i guess because we changed flight the last minute of her we are the last three people on the queue for that and they have oversold the flight and uh -huh. they have no seat for us uh -huh. okay and um they you know we're talking to rose bless her heart she was working so hard for us and and she's like you know what i can get you on the very next flight it leaves in one hour and i will give you eight hundred dollars each um, in travel credits. So $2,400 to take the flight that's an hour later. Now we did have to have a connection. And so we, it was a little inconvenience, but as that, as we were inconvenienced, we're like, we're making money. <laughs> this is a $2,400 inconvenience. That's and really, so that was just, that, how really funny cool. is that though, that God just gave us that little favor right there. That's it's like, really cool. you know, so, really cool. and who, who would have thought? That's right. So, yeah. Uh, and then we're taking, <laughs> we're taking our leaders to uh, Croatia. Uh, so you and I have been, uh, we're working, we were working at getting ahead yes. uh, so that we could, you know, we're going to be gone. And, and so we wanted to tape ahead. And so we were doing, we were kind of doing that with our end times. And Kathy says, uh, you know, the things that we share, our current events are, are not really they're current. They're so out of sync. By the time we, they tape, they <laughs> broadcast, they're not that current. So we, we should shift a little bit closer. And like, oh yeah, that's a good idea. So um we are uh, actually now uh, kind of uh, pretty close to. Now the, we're in real time, we're, kind of, we're right? Kind of close. <laughs> uh, we're, we're taping uh, this week that is going to be May 6th, end times uh, Friday, uh, which is uh, what you're experiencing. And uh, we have lots to share. Uh, the world, mm -hmm. you know, we. Uh, how, how amazing that God gave us the title Come and See Finding Truth in a World of Chaos that we would have even imagined. The chaos that right. we're, we're in the middle right. of. Right. Uh, yeah, yeah, you think about that. He gave us that name before so much of this went on. That's you it. know. <laughs> That's it. We kind of knew about chaos, but it was mm -hmm. it's it's amazing. So, 
you know, just a few things uh, that are current. One is that the, um, and we even said this probably, uh, you, you probably heard it last week, but we taped it maybe three or four weeks ago, was, <laughs> uh, well, the Russia-Ukraine uh, war is going mm-hmm. on. And we even said, you know, we're taping ahead. We don't know what's going to happen. Uh, probably Russia will have, you know, succeeded. Uh, well, they haven't. <laughs> and uh, Right. Um, they're uh, they're still making an effort. Um, it's a little bit of a they make some progress progress for them, meaning they take take uh, cities, but they're not taking the country over, and they haven't won the capital. And uh, what's happened again? It's illustrating. Somebody was asking me about this. What does all this mean? Um, the reason they're not they certainly have a superior firepower, no problem. But the reason they're not is that uh, this is a little bit indicative of a socialistic communist uh, operation because uh, they don't have the infrastructure and the uh, wherewithal to have excellence at, at the level that's needed, which is, you think of two simple things in war, which is, it's kind of funny to think about, um, and it, explain, it explains, by the way, if you remember back in um, the original uh, war that uh, Bush had against Iraq um, and Saddam Hussein, they announced it eight weeks ahead of time. Remember that? Right, right. Um, we're we're going we're gonna to show it, and we're going to be there in eight weeks. And Lots of warning. <laughs> and a lot of, a lot of people said, why would, you, why would you notify them ahead of time that you're doing that? Why don't you just surprise them, you know? And and uh, the real reason is because they have to get logistics and supply chain in place. And, and simple things like you got to get food to the guys who fight. Who fight. You gotta, right. You got to get right. ammunition. You got to get clothes. Uh, you got to have a. You got to have logistics and supply chain. Well, Russia. Uh, is lousy at that, and they aren't getting supplies to them, and they're not getting. Uh, so they don't have supply chain. They don't have logistics figured out, and they're discovering that uh, they're really not up to par to be able to wage the war that they they have tried to wage, and, right. and Ukrainians, you know, are uh, fighting against it. So, as of today, you know, it's like day seventy or something. Uh, it's still a battle, and no, nobody is, is kicking them out. Nobody's winning. Uh, it'll be interesting. And so somebody was asking me, what, is, what does all this mean? Uh, because Russia, in the revelation, we talked a little bit about this. Um, and remember, we went through the discussion of Gog and Magog. Gog and Magog, right. Uh, and Russia is directly north, and they're part of the northern army. Uh, they're a player. And... What I, as I prayed about it and, and had God speak to me about it, was that um, if Russia would have quickly won the war, they ac- actually were, pr- were planning on doing more, taking more ground uh, right. and trying to. Because prevent- he definitely believes that's his, his right, his something to step into. You yeah, know? plus he, he wants, he doesn't want any more nations close to him to be part of what's called NATO, North North Atlantic Treaty uh, Organization. Uh, 
so he was going to take more, including th something like even Poland, and go after it. Well, because of this, he's not able to do it. He's not proven that he's actually superior like he thought. And therefore, the outcome of this is going to be that they're going to link stronger, I believe, with China and Iran. And that's what the that's what the that guy Russia will link China. Link link will link Russia will. With, okay. There's still going to be a player, but they could have been a sole dominant player, and they're not going to be. Um, hmm. They don't have the wherewithal to do it, which means mm -hmm. they're going to line up. And by the way, they've established a treaty with uh, China because what they've had to do is shift their economy because right. uh, Europe isn't isn't taking their oil and isn't taking their goods. Uh, and it's hurting their economy, but they've linked up with China to take it and Iran. So that, that alliance is getting, actually getting stronger, but Russia isn't going to be the, the key player. I think, I think it's going to be China. It's going to be the, be the key player, and Russia's part of Gog and Magog, but not the dominant player. So it, it's interesting to see what happens. So we'll be looking at it. certainly lots of chaos uh, that's created because of it, and uh, of course, because of uh, Ukraine being a source of goods, uh, even even foodstuffs around the world, uh, prices have skyrocketed. Right. Uh, oil, gas, uh, and food, and uh, all these uh, minerals. And so inflation, and, and the Fed just came out, uh, and they've been, you and I talked about that they, they use the word transitory. Uh, oh yeah, it's gonna get under control, no problem. Uh, well, they just came out this last week and basically said, yeah, inflation is going to be here. Um, oh. Just expect it. And that changes everything, by the way. Right. Uh, because uh, it's a matter of uh, equilibrium. And you can't manage it perfectly. So that if you're, uh, let's say you have a salary at work and you pay certain things for food, supplies, uh, restaurants. Uh, I don't know if you've been to a restaurant lately, but they've raised their prices a lot. Yeah, um, we were just commenting on uh, that. Fuel. Uh, okay, well, that's increasing, but my pay doesn't increase as fast. Now, it's going to increase because people will start, okay, we got to pay more. Right. But it's going to get disjointed. But it's not keeping up with it. It's not right. going to keep up with it or be disjointed So because it's called equilibrium, but it, it's not going to operate that way. So inflation is a problem. Uh, mm -hmm. Because it, it doesn't create stability. And the question is, how fast is it going to go? And how much loss of buying power do we get you know, to operate it? So infl inflation is uh, skyrocketing. One other interesting thing, and I just read this this morning. Um, there is, uh, and I believe, see, I believe this is a spiritual thing. Uh, uh, there's an attack on our food sources, and it's in a, there's two things that I read about today. One, and this shocked me. I didn't. I, I kind of knew a little bit about it, but it shocked me when I read it. Uh, since January, um, sixteen, one six, food plants have been destroyed by fire. Right. Yeah. I've uh, I have heard some of this. Uh, and it was like, huh. Uh, and destroyed to the point where they can't they can't easily come not back. rebuilding they right. can't rebuild online they can't come back online and by the way rebuilding anything today mm -hmm. takes a while because of supply chain issues of supply chain issues exactly uh, so getting that back online 
is going to be difficult. And we've lost, literally lost that capability. Mm -hmm. uh, so that means pressure on food supply, one, and then prices are going to skyrocket. Number two, uh, they said that uh, there's a direct uh, purposeful cyber attacks against farmers. Oh, I haven't heard this one. That's yeah. interesting. That they're attempting to disrupt their ability to, with their databases and their, and their management systems, mm. uh, and cyber attacks are going directly to farmers to keep them from being able to produce food. Uh, and so that, to me, remember one of the seals we talked about was scarcity. Right. Uh, and just that alone is like, huh, uh, these are things that are actually happening. Right. They're impacting the world. Ukraine uh, uh, problem is impacting the world. Uh, again, if you, if you go, uh, and interesting enough, um, when we calculate inflation, guess what they don't count? Food. Right. So every There's even, um, is it Indonesia that is the top exporter of palm oil? Yes. It's either, yeah. And I'm sure you read how they, you know, they have decided they are not selling, they're not exporting palm oil for a certain amount of time, at least right. because of shortages on that end, they're afraid they won't have enough. Right. And the number of food things that we don't even re recognize and, and things like, you know, laundry detergent, then that palm oil goes into and our thing and our supplies um, is really of great magnitude. And so it's going to be interesting. They're saying by the end of the summer, we will feel the pinch of the prices on those things right. because of the lack of palm oil. That's right. Yeah. And, and uh, you know, things like if you go to get meat and, you know, meat that used to be, you know, six, seven dollars a pound is now literally twenty dollars a pound. But, mm -hmm. And that's three times as much, 300 percent increase. But they don't count that in the inflation calculation. But my wife says, uh, that's happening. Bill has gone up. Yes. Yeah. Uh, Rich, come with me to the store so you can see, uh, you know, when I say, yeah, why can't you buy this stock? Well, because it's too expensive. Uh, so that's that's happening. Um, the uh, 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 there's been recently uh, announcements about um, setting up the central bank's cryptocurrency. Um, I just had I just talked to a guy this morning. He says, he says God's been speaking to me about stuff, and I've just read, and God said, pay attention that the Fed is developing a cryptocurrency. He says, what do you what do you think about that? I said, yeah, I know about that. Uh, actually, I know quite a bit about that. And again, as we look at what does this mean? Well, chaos for one, uh, change, uh, and when, when the tribulation comes, because remember, we, you and I have just said, here's what it says. Hmm. Now, we, we can't say it's for sure, you know, tomorrow, next week, next month, next year. Uh, we know it's coming. Right. And when it comes, there'll be one world government and one currency. And the fact that, they, that the uh, organizations, the World Economic Forum, the uh, Council for Foreign Relationships, the... Uh, uh, the Rothschilds, uh, George Soros, uh, they openly speak one world government. They're working toward that. They want to establish. Right, that's their goal. That's yes. their goal. Uh, and they have the, you know, the movement of it. And then two is when somebody says, yeah, we're, we're developing and have, have close to the, the central bank, central, uh, one central currency, uh, 
uh, all we can say is, huh, uh, mm-hmm. all, the, all the thought of, well, how is that going to work? And why would that be? And who's going to push that? And uh, well, we're living in a time where we, we see the possibility of it. Right. Uh, so now that, you know, think about even 20 years ago, the, the thought of one world government, it was like, yeah, no way. You know, it's so far away. Today, we can say, oh, interesting. So uh, the chaos is coming. Uh, it's, it's here. Uh, I believe um, even in the midterm election, which I think we're going to see, we're going to see a little bit of what, what's a preclude of this is that uh, the Supreme Court right now is ruling on overturning Roe versus Wade, abortion. Right. Um, supposedly, again, just came out yesterday. <clears throat> yesterday being and kind of in a, a leak a, form, a, a yeah, few, a few days before this broadcast, but uh, it was leaked mm-hmm. quote that they're going to rule uh, to overturn it. Uh, right. Well, guess what? Uh, I don't know if you uh, if you guys watch the the news, you'll already see protesters at the Supreme Court. Um, and, and what's going to happen is you're going to see a uh, remember chaos is about division. Right. And so uh, everything that the enemy can do to, to cause opposition, well, if you think this, I'm going to fight you on that, and, and it's both sides. Uh, but we're going to see, I think we're going to see dramatic, uh, this is going to stimulate, uh, which, which I'm happy about that, that this being overturned, hallelujah, but it's going to stimulate massive chaotic opposition and division. I think the midterms, which... I would say right now the Republican uh, Party, and, and I'm not even talking about what's good or what's not good. It's just you're going to have another party that is going to get in control, and you're going to. I think it's going to stimulate massive chaotic action uh, of of the divide that already exists. Uh, right. And by the way, it's both sides of it. So it's it's not saying one side does it to the other. Hey, they dope. They both do it. I don't see. Well, and and um, that is because not even the people involved, but the enemy has a plan to still kill and destroy, absolutely. and that begins with disunity. Yeah, and and you what know? is disunity yeah. is is nobody, nobody says let's sit down and talk through this. Right, right. <laughs> yes, I'm against you, and I don't care what you're for. Um, mm-hmm. uh, I'm not for anything you stand for. I'm for something opposite, and I'm going to fight you tooth and nail, which causes chaos. Uh, mm-hmm. So division is coming. I think it's going to get more and more pronounced. I believe, by the way, that it's necessary for the end to come because out of chaos comes order. And when everybody loses confidence in the ability to any to anybody to manage the world systems, economic, particularly for me personally, when when they come along with a solution out of that chaos, we I think the world will willingly say, yes, we agree to that. We'll give up our sovereignty for that. And I think we can all now sense that. Uh, that we would, we people would willingly do it and quickly do it because when they suffer economically, which they're going to do, by the way, uh, the chaos is going to be created, which I think is purposeful, so that the one world government can then come in and say, "I have a solution," uh, and so we're seeing, you know, more of the more of that. So we'll continue to talk more about this uh, as we process it. But uh, today we've. Uh, 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 look here uh, at this uh, churches that we're uh, processing uh, of what God says about the churches which reflect us uh, as the body of Christ and and uh, so he 
you remember he talked about Church of Ephesus. You've lost your first love. You've stopped abiding. You're working, but you've stopped abiding, and you need to come back to me, um, or um, uh, you will uh, basically uh, die off. Uh, the church in Smyrna, which is a persecuted church, is um, you are faithful, and I, I reward you for being faithful, and don't give up. Uh, Pergamos uh, is that um, you've, you've adopted things from uh, the enemy, and you've got both believers and people that are really against me in the same place, and you're gonna you're gonna have to repent. Uh, the corrupt, corrupt church we talked about last time, which is Thyatira, is that um, uh, you act uh, in a faithful way, but um, you uh, have Jezebel, who is controlling, right. and I'm trying to manipulate and, and run things in a human way, and there's no thought of seeking God at all. Um, it said, uh, so you've allowed Jezebel to take over the church. You have a heart for good things, but you're submitting to the enemy, uh, Satan and Jezebel. Uh, okay, this church uh, is in chapter 3, uh, the church of Sardis, uh, 1 through 6. Go ahead and read that. And to the angel of the church in Sardis write, These things says he who has the seven spirits of God and the seven stars. I know your works and that you have a name, and that you have a name, that you are alive, but you are dead. Be watchful and strengthen the things which remain that are ready to die. For I have not found your works perfect before God. Remember therefore how you, how you have received and heard, hold fast and repent. Therefore, if you will not watch, I will come upon you as a thief and you will not know what hour I will come upon you. You have a few names, even in Sardis, who have not defiled their garments and they shall walk with me in white, for they are worthy. He who overcomes shall be clothed in white garments, and I will not blot out his name from the book of life, but I will confess his name before my Father and before his angels. He who has an ear, let him hear what the Spirit says to the churches. Okay, uh, so he says, well, yeah, fundamentally, your problem is your, is your what? You're dead. <laughs> mm. uh, okay, now, um, these are believers. Mm-hmm. Um, what does it mean you're dead? And by the way, this goes back to Romans chapter 8, verses uh, 5 to 8. Uh, it basically, you're, when you're in the flesh, what does it mean that you're dead? Well, you're not bearing any fruit, for one thing. Yeah. Uh, there's yeah. no life in you. Um, mm -hmm. So that, remember that as a believer, uh, you have deposited in you the life, Christ himself. Uh, the Holy Spirit is resident within you. And he says in Romans 8, uh, when you walk in the flesh, which is what he's saying here, is you are functioning on your own power. Yeah. And you're, so you've and really put to death the Spirit. You put to death the Spirit. You're dead. Why you have no, you don't have my life functioning mm -hmm. in you. Uh, that's why he says the remedy uh, is what? He says, um, repentance. <laughs> uh, repent, repent and remember how, this is really interesting, mm -hmm. how you received and heard. Mm -hmm. Okay, now, uh, you know, we do, we just did yesterday, you know, uh, guest th uh, Thursdays. How did those people um, uh, receive and hear? By spending time with them. By spending time with God. And dialogue. In the life. Yeah. And they all talk about one interesting thing, surrender. 
Uh, I give up my will to him. I'm walking with him in the spirit. I let him guide me. I'm willing to change my course as he changes my course uh, because I'm following the spirit. I'm, I'm surrendering my will to his and he's letting him be king. And, and God says, remember the simplicity of that and how it works. I'm willing to think about it. God says, I'm always willing to what? Give. I'll give you my life 100% all the time, leading you to the covenant. Remember <laughs> how you receive it. And he says, remember, and he says in, in John 16, deny self, take up the cross and follow me to receive the life. Be a receiver. You can't be a go-getter. You got to be a receiver. And he says, you've, you've so lost that that you're dead. Uh, wow. you, look, you look like a church, mm-hmm. but you're dead. Uh, and he says, I'm asking you. You know, he's talking to leadership. He's talking to people in the church. Would you have a heart to learn abiding and get reconnected and come back? And then I'll, I'll, I'll uh, restore your life to you. And he Connect says. Connect to the life again. Yeah. yeah, restore the life. And then he said, by the way, even in a dead church. Mm-hmm. So he says, fundamentally, as I look at my bride, the church, you're dead. However, in that church are what? There are people. There are some people who are, are not. That are alive. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. And they're, he said they're white. Mm. Okay, now this is really interesting. On what basis are they white? Based on Jesus. And based on me giving it to them. Yeah. So it's not they didn't earn it. They're walking with me, and they're mm-hmm. white because I give them white. I give them holiness. Right. And he says, now you can receive that again. I want to. I want to. to repent. I want to give you white. You've got to. You've got to come back from the flesh, mm. so that. Um, uh, if you one the two the two questions that this this brings up one um, are you in a dead church that really has no life to it because you don't see the supernatural works of God the excitement of God the transformation of God the amazing work of God and the joy of that by the way right uh, you might be doing work but you're not experiencing the joy of it um, he said are you part of it and then two is if you are, I'm asking you individually, are you willing to reconnect? Because it is a personal thing. He just basically said that. He said, look, I see the church, but it's actually individual. Um, and then I'll give you your assignment, what to do to, to either give it away, or I may call you out of that church and take you someplace else. But I don't want you to be experiencing deadness. Uh, and I have this against you. And he says, it saddens him. He said, it saddens me that my body is dead uh, and I can't function. I can't function through you in any way because there's no connectivity to it. So he really raises this up and says, you know, at the end, particularly at the end here, that there's a lot of churches that look like a church, but they're dead. Um, and then if, if you're part of it, okay, Father, I, can, I and he said, you can repent personally and I'll give you life right away. Let's go. Then let me give you an assignment about the whole, the body you're part of. Do I want you to stay there? And you actually can, can help others do the same thing or there's not a heart to do it. I may move you to someplace else. Uh, but you and I have, have reiterated over and over and over and over again. Uh, as we approach the end, or at least even if we're not, we're gonna approach a more difficult time. Right. 
Yeah, we're definitely at least going through some tribulation of sorts. Yeah. yeah. He says you've got to have a circle of community that mm -hmm. it is alive. So, hey, everybody, really focus on that. Really understand the importance of that. Don't stay dead because your friends are dead. Uh, God right. says, well, let me bring life to you and let me lead you to your remnant community, your, your uh, community to have life because it's going to be critical for what's coming down the road. Right. Uh, and so we just urge everybody to, to consider that and, and uh, uh, pay attention to this and that this uh, aspect of, of being dead is really critical and just say, are you experiencing life? Are you enjoying the life? Are you giving away the life? fantastic if not maybe maybe reconsider it and how can you get connected to life again because that's God's heart right uh, I love that even as he describes this we see his invitation to repentance yeah you know and so like you said if you see yourself sitting in that spot the invitation is in and is right there I was gonna say in black and white but in my Bible it's in red yeah <laughs> it's in red and white so Jesus focus uh, and Jesus saying Jesus come back words. repent I have more for you yeah and you then know? remember uh, and Jesus says the kingdom of God is just what a step away exactly uh, the life is just a step away Mm -hmm. Yeah, I know. I know. I know you've been. I know you've been dead. I know you haven't had life. That's okay. It's just a step away. Come on back, and let's go. And I can now restore to you all that I have for you. Uh, and that's why he. I think he highlighted specifically that it really boils down to the individual because he says I do have people that have life there, and I'm, I'm urging each one of you to. Uh, get to the life yourself because it's yeah. really a personal choice so we'll talk more about the other churches coming up but uh hope Great. you hope you have a good uh, weekend and uh, uh are enjoying the summer and uh kathy and i certainly are and and uh, we'll we'll continue this discussion and and keep going deeper into various things here about the end times and uh keep it in proper perspective important not to dominate not to keep us from life but the lessons are really important for us to learn. So I uh, hope we will. So Kathy, Absolutely. we will see you uh, next Monday. That sounds great. Thanks so much. And thanks for joining us, everyone. As always, if you found today um, just insightful and encouraging, yeah. um, be a friend and tell a friend. And as we continue to grow to so many episodes, yes. We, <laughs> yes. it's crazy what, what's yeah. come around now. Yeah. So love what God's doing. Yeah. So thank you. Okay. See you soon. Thank you for joining us for today's episode of Come and See, your podcast for truth in a world of chaos. Brought to you by All for Jesus Living Waters Ministry. Send us your questions and comments and tune in tomorrow for more answers to your personal questions about living life in God's truth. Remember, God's will is best and none better. His truth brings peace in this world of chaos.